Hi guys, welcome to this episode of the Comedy Defect podcast. This is episode 35. This is not, unfortunately, the episode with Athena Cableno, because I was editing it the other day and I've noticed that the sound quality is not good enough to release. And I don't want to spoil it because it's a great interview, so I'm going to redo that interview with Athena. She's kindly offered to do the interview again, so I didn't want to release it and spoil your listening pleasure because it's a great episode with her. But we have an equally great act for this episode 35, and that is Danny Clives. I've met Danny at loads of gigs, and I see him once every couple of years. And he's such a lovely guy, a very funny act, and we always have a great time. You know, I saw, met him at the Fringe a few years ago, and I just keep, keep, keep popping up. So I thought, oh, this is a great guy to have on the show. I really enjoy talking to him. It's great fun. He's been a runner-up for loads of competitions. He's a runner-up for the BBC Comedy Awards. He was a runner-up for the Leicester Square Theatre competition. He was a breakthrough act runner-up for the Birmingham Comedy Festival Award. He, he's been doing really great. He's a very funny guy, very self-deprecating, and a lovely chap as well. So I went to his place and we recorded this. Spent an hour and a bit chatting. It was great. Really good to catch up with him. You can follow this podcast on Twitter. We're there at The Comedy Defect. You can follow me at Winter Phone Under. Of course, I'm hammering my Fringe show into shape, which I'll be previewing around the country. You can find the details of the previews on my website, which is winterphoneunder.com. Come see me live. Come help me with my show. I need your audience there to get some feedback. It's very important. But come say hello or come chat to me. We're on Patreon if you want to donate. We're there. Just go to Patreon, type in The Comedy Defect Podcast and donate as little as a pound, you know, or a recurring payment. And those of you that can donate, well, you're just paying for the people that can't donate. And those of you that can't donate, that's okay. Just share your favorite episode or just tell your friends about it, you know, because it tells people where we are and what we're doing. I don't think there's much else going on in my life at the moment. just trying to write the Fringe show, trying to get everything in order. thinking of maybe doing some sketches. I've, I just painted a green screen on the back of my comedy container and I will be attacking that pretty soon. Just trying to get some inspiration at the moment, you know? That's it. But, you know, there's a few things to do. There's plenty of things to do, huh? There's plenty of things to do. But this is a great episode with the wonderful, the very likeable, the very self-deprecating Mr. Danny Clives. Enjoy. Danny Clives, welcome to the Comedy Defect. <laughs> How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good. How are yeah. you? Are you I'm all good. right? I'm good, yeah. yeah. What have you been up to? In my life? Yeah, well, recently. <laughs> Made you a drink? <laughs> Today? It's or a very good drink as well, actually. <laughs> I like the cup you gave me. Cup. The cup you gave me is, don't say I never lift a finger, and it's... Uh, it's a middle finger. That's probably better. You could have had the flowers. Well, I've been doing I've been colouring this picture of Trump. Are we talking comedy, or are we talking the general... Anything. Anything. Anything at all. I'm trying to think of something really exciting to say. Sleep. No, don't even do that. Just go, but go as boring as possible. Go as boring as possible. Want. That's what Melissa's wanted. Want the like most banal. Because it makes banal. everyone else feel better. Clean out my ears. Oh, how's that going? I use free yeah. earbuds. And how many Only. how many times a year do you do that? Is it like, is it like how many times a year? How many times this year? Oh, is it, okay. Wow, you have a real <laughs> that regime. That yeah. really threw that, you then. That, didn't that, it? You just blew my mind. Eight times a week. This uh, how many, how many eight weeks times a week you clean your ears? Seven weeks so far. I feel like a tramp now because I haven't cleaned my ears. That you've much. got to clean your ears. You can't hear. That's, that's why. It's all about listening. It's all about it is listening all about listening. You can't even hear. <laughs> <laughs> you need to listen. That's why my ears are clean. Yeah. That's why when I get Good people clap clap at me when I tell jokes, so I can hear them. Yeah. From the ear wax that's been decreased. What type of earbuds do you use? Is it Johnson Johnson? I assume. Yeah. Is it, is it, it could it like, be Aldi Classic. Oh, Aldi Classic. Fourteen like, p for 
two thousand, which is like needles. Uh, needles. There's with, not really any bud on the end. It's no, just just a needle. Yeah. Like stabbing yourself. Yeah, but it's just a knife, isn't it? It's like a it's like a, a, like a, a <laughs> survival knife, you know. Butchering <laughs> a reset an iPhone. One of those really thin pins. <laughs> Which is unbelievable. What a strong start. So, yeah, well, that's what Fair I want. On. That's what I expected. That's a, really a good, strong, strong question. Yeah, I thought. I, thought I don't so. know what the answer to that question. I was expecting something more. I don't, I don't know. Who are your favourite people in the world? That's okay, well, well, okay. I can't ask myself. You've asked yourself the question. So, okay, right. <laughs> I don't know the answer. The question. I wish I'd known the answer to that question. <laughs> but it's probably I don't know the answer to that question. Bieber, I reckon at the minute. Bieber is good, isn't he? Bieber's good. I, I'm Justin. not really a big fan. Are you a big? I don't fan? really like him. Bieber? But okay, he's right. doing well, isn't he? Uh, is he? He's everywhere. Uh, well, yeah, but that's that's just his hair, isn't it? We're nowhere. Are we? Where are we? We're, we're in the, we're in the, the moment. We're, we're in the West Midlands right we're now. We're in the West Midlands. We're in the Midlands. That's not wrong, that. There's nothing happening. No, we're not at the bottom. Midlands. We're not at the bottom. We're not at the top. We're just in the middle. <laughs> we're in the middle. <laughs> yeah, we're, not the, we're definitely not at the bottom. A sweet middle spot. That's if we went out in Dudley, that would be the, the bottom, wouldn't it, really? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, in the bottom. So we are in... I feel like we've asked one question and I've actually not gave you one answer, which was 12 minutes long. It, it's I've gone off 11, onto other it's answers. 11, it's actually 11.24. Hours into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> how long it's but, been so we're, we're in uh, we're okay. in Dudley right now right yeah I used to live in Wolverhampton that's probably as bad uh, I lived there for about six years I lived in uh, okay was uh, it good do you know where Randall Lines is do you know where the Randall Asda, the big Raz, the big Razda Asda. Razda Razda Lines Asda as you were next to Molly big nice Asda next to Molly oh okay yeah yeah I live right next to there I used to live right next to there how was that for you it was did uh, you go to Planet the Planet in town the Planet the planet, the Broad Street. Comic, comic shop, <laughs> the Rock Club. Oh, the dingy five pounds. Yes, wasn't there a bed? Didn't they have beds in there for a bit as well? They turned. There was like you didn't have seats. You had a bed instead. Maybe you had beds as well, and I think there was uh, you had Ricos as well. You went to Ricos. No, so Ricos. Was, uh, I work, we used to work in a place called uh, Decadence, and also okay. uh, Casa. Casa. Is what's that a nightclub? No, it's like a night pizza shop. shop. It was it was sort of pizza pizza shop by pizza, pizza shop slash by nightclub <laughs> at the same time. I'm gonna have the <laughs> that, that'd be great. <laughs> gonna cut up the dance floor. <laughs> no alcohol, just pizza. Yeah, with one of those. Uh, yeah, you can only dance in like certain <laughs> certain triangles. Yeah. That's it. That was, like, that, was, that was it. It was uh, yeah. It was it was good. It was good. A lot of carbs for like you know okay. keeping the energy up. Where, where's I've I've heard of Ca- Casa. You know, on Queen Square. You know, I wish I'd done more knowledge on Wolverhampton. Right. Right. You know Street. where you know where Revolutions is. In, yes, you have it on your left, and you walk up to the roundabout, and, okay. you, and you take that left, and you go back towards the all the bank <laughs> bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but right, which is there? I'm going. I'm going to find it. I'm Google Map it. It was like a, a cheesy wine wine bar kind of thing. Oh, would you like a okay. slice and a slice with that? Well, literally a slice of pizza. How many days were you in that place? Oh, quite a lot. Quite a few. Quite a few. Several, over a thousand. Um, just under, I think. Just under. under. But like in Wolverhampton, over a thousand. I'm sure. It's all right. People are really friendly, man. It's, it's good to be alive, really, anywhere. It, this is true. This is very true. I mean, well, I, I don't know. Actually, I'm, yeah, I'm going I'm to retract. I like the fate. fact we have it's one not, question. This is beautiful. It's not good. We it's should never good. ask another question. Well, for the whole thing, that might be really difficult. Because no more questions. We've put ourseles under a lot of pressure. We're going to keep then. going on. We're going to end on the same question. Like, how are you? <laughs> was fine before. <laughs> well, the pressure of the questions was. Uh, this is great. We've got one question. Yeah, that, that's good. This is the way I wanted to go. I feel like we're going back on track. Again. It's, uh, we're going to get back actually rein it in. Uh, we, we, What's we, question two? Question two is: um, you... Have I been to Wolverhampton? Yeah. 
Is it? Is that like mm, it? Which is better, Dudley or Wolverhampton? We well, got a Zoo here. And well, I'm in the middle, so this is not really classic Dudley. Is it? This is this is a not nice you, nice area. Are you separating? This is in between. Are you separating? This is in between Dudley and Wolverhampton, so oh. I've kind of like to have a foot in both camps. Yeah, I'm kind okay. of safe. This is a safe area. Yeah, in the outskirts. I think if I was by by Casa, I don't, I don't think I made it this far. <laughs> yeah, but ice and sliced. Bike. Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> I thought bike acid for a second was like some sort of uh, description of someone who's got a foot in both uh, like Rockhampton <laughs> and Dudley. I was like, bike acid. Bike acid. I've got like two houses. <laughs> two houses. That's uh... I'm like a bin. <laughs> bike acid. <laughs> Behind the back of Casa. I wish I could work in a wine bar. So what do you do in the day? I just sit here, really, waiting for you to arrive. That's a, that's a really lonely, lonely <laughs> existence because this is the first time um, I've been here. I suppose been... this is the most serious conversation ever, isn't it? Um, yesterday, I, I got up and had some cookie crisp. Yeah. Then I had... Oh, yeah, nice. Good choice. But I made sure I, I've started to not look at my phone when I wake up. Okay. Otherwise, you instantly go on it and then you're like, so this has happened. Then your mind goes to scrambled egg. Okay. So I'm not allowed, except today. Wait, so scrambled egg is... Scrambled egg, you're like... The brain. Uh, Oh, oh, sorry. I thought like your I, brain went, I just, yeah, went. I'm gonna have some scrambled egg now. Oh yeah, that, no, that that is probably the, the first. That is probably the first thought after my brain's gonna turn scrambled. That, yeah, you're like I won't have cookie crisp. I'll have scrambled egg after looking at my my phone. Like, oh, <laughs> no, actually, no. Oh, this recipe for scrambled. I was, egg. Yeah, I've googled scrambled egg. Right. My background, my phone, scrambled egg. That's that's my first thought. The screensaver, the screensaver, the background, and my uh, yeah. text noise. Is that possible? You maybe you can have scrambled eggs as a text noise. You need to do. You need to like maybe just put a picture of Cookie Crisp if that's what you really I love want. Cookie Crisp. I'm trying to not go on it. Like wake up because then you instantly go on the internet and your mm. brain's fried, mm-hmm. fried eggs. So I'm just doing puns now. Yeah. Not even trying. <laughs> brain's completely fried. That's the one and only pun I'm ever going to do. Yeah. So feel lucky that it's uh, happening right now. I, I, I feel blessed. <laughs> feel blessed. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had another egg pun, but I haven't got one. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Don't try it. I'm not no, gonna just, say. Just, it. I've already just, got one. I've already got so, it. So yeah. So you you soldier on. Absolute so, gold. Uh, Unbelievable. Let's end, uh, we let's just end dip, it now. End the podcast. Play just, the song. Bang. It's the other. I thought we just dip in and out of that. That's dipping great. in and out. We need to. <laughs> this is the peak. <laughs> Come from waking up to scrambled egg. Well, now they call that so, topper. Which call that a topper? A topper. Yeah, I suppose I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm bread. I, yeah. I, yeah. I can't. I can't continue this. Now we're toasting. Toast along. Toast. Yeah, we toast along. This is. This is going to be very easy for now on. So I wake up, I go through all that. The idea of, I do about 12 egg puns, then I decide to... That's hard. That's hard. I think the hardest, I think it's... Well, don't go on your phone. I've only done it one day. (laughs) But if your phone's your alarm, then you have to go on it. So I need to buy an alarm clock. Okay. Basically, I'm just spending too much time on the internet and I think it's not good for your brain. Mm Mm-hmm. Because when you wake up, the first thing you do is the first thing you remember, isn't it, really? Yeah. You don't want to wake up and see Donald Trump straight away. No. And then you're like... And then you guys... Then pictures. your whole day is... Drive pictures of him. Then I've drawn a... Yeah. For, <laughs> drawn a, it's pretty good, actually. It's probably the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. I'm getting a bit better, I think. So you're illustrator and a joke writer and uh, what else? <laughs> I'm trying to do computing, so I've got a degree in computing, so I'm Oh, yeah. In what? Is it like computer science? science? Yeah, like everything, like oh. um, networking, databases, programming. Yeah. So I'm trying to do stand-up comedy, <laughs> draw some silly drawings, <laughs> live my life, trying to go swimming, but I haven't been, okay. I've only been twice. Yeah. I was going to go every every week, but I haven't been once this year. Yeah. 
so that's not going very well. It's just easy not to go. Mm. The adults' only time is 9.30 to 10.30 at night, so when it gets to about 9 o'clock, I'm kind of like, I can either get in bed and be warm mm. or go out and get in a cold pool, mm. which is full of old people. Yeah, that's it. And you know they're hating you as well. They do hate they me. Do, they do. When you get in a pool with old people, they just it's, it is like cocoon, isn't it? They can't it really go straight, is. and I'm trying to go straight to the line, the black yeah. line on the floor. Yeah. It's also pretty bad when I get out because I haven't been mm-hmm. and you have jelly legs. Jelly, have jelly legs. You know, oh, yeah. You just can't walk. Get that's, that's the problem. That's the lack of exercise. If I just exercise all the time, it wouldn't be jelly leg, would it? Do you, do you always... Because like, when I used to go swimming as well, I used to always think, if someone like <laughs> kind of keels over in here, am I the person that has have to... you got to save them? Have I got to... I'm the cannonball in. Yeah, am I the person that, that's the, 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 with the most youth has to save the person with the least youth. Is that how it works? Yeah, I think it would. It's a bit annoying, isn't it? I mean, if the lifeguard doesn't see, and usually they're asleep anyway. So, you know... They are. It is like, cozy in that seat. It is warm up So there. close to the light, isn't it? Were you a lifeguard before as well? Yeah, definitely. Were you? No, <laughs> You're a lifeguard as well? I was, I was a lifeguard. What haven't you done? Um, I, I... Cheese I taster. I, uh, I worked in a cheese factory. Does that count? You worked in a cheese... How many jobs have you had? I've had fucking loads of jobs, man. I've had loads of jobs. A, a Which lot. was the worst? I think probably. I'm flipping this into you around here. That's alright. I'll tell you what was my, was my worst job. Working in a molding factory somewhere in it was in the West Midlands <laughs> somewhere, and like it was it was grim. Like you know you could uh, like you you had goggles and and shit. You have to like put this like the felt sort of stuff like felt sheets Ooh. into a uh, like a heat press, and like it was like. Tss- and you take out the moulds and it was really that was really really <laughs> depressing and I, and like you come back with like kind of like you've been like flying one of those biplanes you know with the kind of the soot marks oh, underneath your goggles okay. and, it was, oh. and, you, and you're just looking it's like well if that's over my if that's over my face what am I breathing in <laughs> you know I'm like oh great I, I kept you know so I'm felting the inside proper well. soot oh mate it was grim it that doesn't was. sound good I, well, I didn't enjoy that at all I, so you're doing all this stuff you've got a degree in computer sciences science yeah. well. that's really helpful for the comedy getting all your website design if I did more it. yeah if I did more jokes about computers that probably would help the situation really so as soon as someone says they're in IT you go oh, <laughs> yes, lock and load the like Jesse Ventura <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. problem not the spray and the gun yeah so you do all this stuff as well and yeah. so you're, you're doing illustrating you're doing comedy you're doing uh, what else do you do websites for people as well yeah probably yeah. doing c- computing is that it makes comedy difficult because mm. the social awkwardness of not being able to present myself properly yeah, but like that makes sense. But that's the angle I'm going for. So but isn't that the isn't that the, the the dream? It's like the more you kind of like become sort of removed from society, the more of an outsider you become, but the more <laughs> of, a, of a of a comedy gold you are because you're like, does anyone else get this? No, <laughs> no, no one gets this. That's great. <laughs> Socially inept. <laughs> but because I laugh at you being a freak <laughs> and nothing to do, not 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 un- completely unrelatable. It's unrelatable. I haven't got any skills in the life. So yeah, that's, that's what you want, isn't it? You don't want someone going on who's so great at life. You yeah, want you don't someone wanna, who you, can't. Michael McIntyre's done that. He's You've connected with everyone. You I've don't tried want that. that. I've tried yeah. it. You want it, you you want it, you don't want to just be in the middle. You want to be totally weird <laughs> or totally unnormal. Weird's good, I think, but mm. not too weird. You're just on the edge. You need to be able to be normal as well. Yeah. Mm. Maybe get one normal, then end weird. One normal, then end weird. Yeah. Stop giving the audience a fake <laughs> full sense of security at the start. Yeah, and then maybe I'm like, really good. That's the best thing to do. Then end. That's pe- what I do. What I like to do, yeah, I like to peter out. That's what I do. <laughs> to start incredibly strong and then get worse. And yeah, that's it. Just uh, just fade out at the end. Yeah, <laughs> definitely fade out. The opposite of like you know better burn out. Yeah, right. set out set off party popper at the end. Okay, which has no relation to anything you've you've done. And with a little parry hat on. And with the, I like- <laughs> with the, with the, with the, yeah. 
I like to end and then do a five minute extra of no jokes trying to get off the stage. Only at some gigs, not at every gig. <laughs> Let's book me now. Book me now, yeah, put me on. <laughs> I will end strong, but it'll be five minutes before the end. Came second or something, didn't you, in the... Um, I did that Leicester Square Comedian last year, that was good. Yeah. So, okay, well, give me a list of what, what accolades you've achieved. Um, what have I achieved? I was in... So I started in 2013. Mm-hmm. I was in the Boosie Coin Award in 2014. Yeah. Then I was nominated for... The breakthrough act at the Boeing Comedy Festival. Mm. Then 2015, I did a show with Lindsay Santoro, which was great mm. at Leicester Comedy Festival and the Boeing Comedy Festival. 2016, which was last year, did that Pleasance Comedy Reserve. So mm. I got to the the heats of that, but I didn't get through. So only eight people got through out of the twenty. So that was good. Mm. And then I was in the final of Leicester Square New Comedian, mm. which two years before I didn't get through the quarterfinal. So it's improving it's progress I've done a thousand million gigs everywhere do you know how many gigs you've done I think I did about 200 last year so if I times that by four years <laughs> eight, maybe eight probably about 600 mm. but the only way getting better is by failing isn't it do you, do you, rate, do you keep a tally a little secret notebook I come yeah. off and I'll write down what joke did well and what joke I should never do again but then I'll do it exactly the same again because I have a mass panic before the gig so can't change it. Basically, I'm just trying to prepare better. But you never... It's difficult for my act because I don't know how to start properly. Like, I kind of... Well, I do, but... I'm trying to work on a joke to go at the start. I feel like I should have told you this... I should really have this figured out by now. But it's very difficult with my act. Because you're very low energy. Because if I'm kind of low energy and I say this is low energy, that's not really a joke. That's just... You need a joke at the start, don't you? Set your, the tone. Sort it's of fine as talking because we know each other so yeah. that I can... You already know what I'm going to be like. Whereas if you smashed off five stellar in the crowd and I come on wearing a hoodie you're like I don't know what this means so I need a punch at the top gives you some I need a really good joke I suppose we all need a really good joke at the start (laughs) that's the problem we're all looking for that really good joke I need to be able to sum myself up in four seconds really we just want one joke like one one joke we just need one one, joke that lasts for 20 minutes and if they could just laugh for the entire duration of my set after that one joke <laughs> and they keep laughing that let's keep be... remembering the joke mm. it, yeah cause, we want because um, he can reminisce with them we want 10 know. seconds joke and then we want 90 minutes 50 seconds of laughter and applause wouldn't it get a bit patronising after a while though do you think you know if they're just continually laughing I'll be like, bearing look I just did that I did that one uh, that one joke and I really don't think you're laughing at the joke anymore I think you're laughing <laughs> at so- I'm getting paranoid now I think you're laughing at something deeper I yeah, think that, that, like uh, deeper my, uh, my, my, my internal problems. Yeah, totally, exactly. You know, twenty minutes. Someone told you what's wrong with my life. <laughs> yeah, twenty minutes of laughter would be a, get a little bit patronising. Like uh, you know, like kind of uh, you know, there's only so many facial expressions you can do. Go. <laughs> yeah, I've only got one, and that's distraught. So I can't really, I can't really get past that. I think I need one good joke. I think that's what we're here for. Yeah, and then mug it off the next. Maybe time that was my joke. I should just come and say I've got one emotion distraught. I think it's really difficult to start mm. unless you already. Figure that out. <laughs> I suppose that's the answer. I just need a joke that lasts four seconds, which can sort my um, awkward, shy, lonely, weak persona in one sentence, which doesn't involve any of those words. Yeah. And once that's sold, yeah. once that's <laughs> it's, gone, it's, 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 it, I mean, if it's, you can set yourself. Yeah. It's like setting up a tent. If you don't put in the pegs properly, you're gonna. It's gonna fly away. Yeah. So I'm trying to find the pegs. Yeah. That's my analogy. Yeah. Big camper. Big, big camper, yeah. Big camper, Got one of those coffin sleeping bags that I get in. 
Big camp. I've been to the Red Inn about four you, times. What, what, what is, is that the what cold? Is that it goes called? over your head and you yeah. get in it. But the mummy bag. Is that what they're called? The, the coffin. Mummy, the, the cold coffin. I think it might be the coffin. Really? Coffin mummy bag. Oh. It's very great if you're yeah. out in the wilderness. Wow. Okay, and you go, probably, you go camping quite a bit, do you? I haven't been in... I went to Glastonbury last time. Oh, right. So it's camping in it really yet. That is camping. Yeah. You are correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what to, know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what to confirm. Confirm. It, it might not yeah. be camping. Yeah. It definitely was camping. I was outside. Right. Right. And I was in a tent. Yeah. Don't like waking up a tent. Camping's all right. Mm. Probably not best analogy for the start of my act, but I think... I think comedy is a bit like trying to do a jigsaw in a dark room. That's what I think it is. Mm. It's just no hope, is there? But mm. after a while, you learn where the pieces are, then you can put a pitch together. Yeah, that's. I'm good at analogy. It's just not good at starting myself. Good, good at fumbling in the dark. Good at fu- yeah, definitely. <laughs> Many years of fumbling in the dark, putting the wrong things in the wrong places. Yeah, that sounded like an again analogy. <laughs> it's always it. <laughs> <laughs> Gay <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not even going to clear that. I'm not even going to clear that up. I'm just going to s- let it hang out there. I'm not even going to deny it. Leave some, leave some suspense in the podcast. So, so when did you start? Then? When I start being gay. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start? Oh, when did you start? Comedy? When I start being funny. <laughs> oh, comedy, as in doing stand-up, or do you mean trying to be funny? Well, either, man. Well, yeah, when, did you, when did you know you had like oh, a, a need to do it? A need. My whole act is failures of my life <laughs> that I've written to jokes mm-hmm. so that makes me feel better mm. and makes the audience feel a thousand times better about their lives because if I went on and was really happy, no one would care, would they? It's true. Why am I here? Yeah. Whereas if I can't open a pack of polos, mm. people need to know this. Yeah. But I used to put all these things on the internet, like on Facebook, and people mm. were like, really liked my failure because mm. that's, that's what you want to read if you're on Facebook you want to see I've had a child you want to see this guy can't get down the stairs or something totally so that's what I did then people like you're very awkward because of your years of doing IT and having no social skills mm. so why don't you put the jokes <laughs> and that together and perform it mm. well, I did want to do a sitcom writing but then I thought the only way to learn the jokes see if the jokes are funny would be to get up and actually do it mm. and then I started doing that and then I now I'm stuck because there's no better way to find out if something's funny by telling an audience people you don't know whereas if I tell my friends they'll be like that yeah but you don't want that do you you don't want people who are your friends telling you funny because that's mm. maybe you do maybe want everyone to tell you funny but you don't believe them I think cause you're, you're <laughs> you don't <friends>. believe them <laughs> yeah you don't believe them I don't want that I want someone I who doesn't I want someone who's got mm. some other problems slight trust issues maybe then the yeah, yeah you no, oh, oh you think that's funny do you I don't fucking believe you. Fuck off. I need to get an opinion from a stranger. I need to go to Manchester yeah. to perform underneath a, I don't know, underneath a, a bridge. In a skip. In a yeah. skip, inside a skip, and with two fans in the skip. What was the, what was the question? Back to it. And who, who actually started? You need to go, go perform in a skip. Perform and, okay. and and then like those people will hate it, but then again you'll take it away. And go no, there's definitely something funny. There's in here. definitely something whereas in here. It's, it's not me. It's the the amount of rubbish that's in the skip. Yeah. And whereas if you took to a friend, and they said it was funny. I'm like no, you're wrong, mate. It's 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 it's, it's, it's shit. I like the idea of failing. If that makes any sense, that's probably mm. why I like doing comedy. Because it's 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 quite like you know in Batman and then the Dark Knight when he gets stuck in that hole mm. and he has to get out of the hole, but Bane mm. puts him in. If you do a joke and it doesn't work, how are you going to save the joke? How are you going to get out of the hole? Hopefully you've written a joke to save the day, but if not, you struggle, and then you'll find the joke. Mm. And then you'll, when you do it again, you won't put yourself in the hole to have the joke. I think it's best to write on stage, unless it's a proper gig where 
<laughs> you want to progress. <laughs> yeah, of course. Do you do yeah. your actual jokes? Put yourself in a hole, and also don't put yourself in a hole at the start because that there's no way. Out there. That's true. You're burying yourself. I think you? it's a bit like if you're going on a date and you start off by re- being like really racist or something. There's no way back on the date. So it's just uh, an analogy. So, I wouldn't so, say so, be racist on <laughs> a date, but I mean like it's a, ba- a bad start. But you want to start by being nice. By lying. Then maybe by if, lying. You've got some, if you've got some mild racism <laughs> leak till the end by lying. No lies. <laughs> This is the problem, you've got to be honest. I suppose lying does help. Depends if you're a complete racist, if you're a massive racist. If you're a massive racist, lie. I don't, I don't think you'd want a, a companion. Maybe you want another race. I don't know how we've gone. We've yeah. gone all the topics that we've gone from gay to you racism. Have, yeah, that's what you need to go. You need to, like, if you, you've actually looked on that profile and gone, oh, they're a massive racist as well. Oh, that looks like the That's what I need, yeah. yeah that's exactly that's, that's perfect for me. That's the match. Exactly. You probably would start with racism if that's on their bio, wouldn't you? Because mm. then that would be a great. This is another. Yeah. So if the audience want racism, don't do racism because racism is not good for anything. Exactly. I don't think my analogy is perfect for this. I mean, you wouldn't go on a date and like talk about your ex-girlfriend or something. You no, don't want to go on stage well. and be like, that's not, you, they're amazing, you guys yeah. are awful. And then you, like, you don't talk about how you brought another girl to this restaurant as well. Oh, it's so much better than yeah, last she, time. Yeah, yeah. Or she's in the toilet. I'm just, yeah. you better hurry up and give me your best two minutes before she comes back. Yeah. <laughs> and then or, or, start, or start judging her on an intro as well uh, or like you know oh, oh, I like I like how you came in there you like you know you went with a great story that middle story wasn't quite as good as the first one no, you should exactly, have really kind yeah. of kept up the you know the humour level really you know, where, where was the momentum where did the momentum change where was the energy you know and the body language you're giving um, me is that it's totally yeah, wrong where was the big clothes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to shake your hand <laughs> that's the end uh, yeah, and that's the, probably a good analogy of the geek and that those I, are, I think I've said it. We should call this analogy. I no. think that should be the, the name of the podcast. <laughs> analogy. For, your knife and fork technique was just. It was just not. Wasn't not perfect. Wasn't wasn't it? You've spilled beans over your face. Why have you ordered beans? I ordered a pizza once on a date, which was chips on top of the pizza. It was a great pizza to eat on your own, but mm-hmm. I don't think it impressed. Did you put the chips on top of the pizza? No, it came. It was already. Oh, interesting though. Incredible. Yeah. Did you not connect? Did you? Did, I did couldn't you know? eat it. All it was too hard. Uh, why? Because you had to pick off the chips. Very first. beige. No, there's there more chips than actual like pizza. Pete, yeah, the, there was a lot of chips. It could have been maybe do chips. Like and chips? Do yeah, like I do chips? like chips. It's really bad. I like beige food. <laughs> beige plates. <laughs> really, it's really bad for your insides. When did I start? That was the question, yeah, wasn't it? Right. So I'd never liked public speaking, which is probably I don't know how this is how is this going to turn around. <laughs> I thought I need to be more outgoing and confident. Mm. Maybe that wasn't a thought. I just thought I'll... people think the things I say are funny, and if I say these in front of an audience mm. through my perspective, mm. people will laugh. And that kind of got rid of the fear. It's easy to laugh at yourself, isn't it? If I went on being all ego, then it'd be like that. No, I, I don't want to laugh at you like this. But I think I, I started. I did a gig the, the day before my twenty-third birthday. Mm. I did about I think I did about two minutes. It was it was all right. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember your new material? Do you do any of that stuff now? I think I did the Capri Sun joke, the right. drinking problem one, yeah. just because that's my classic only joke. Mm. So I did that, and then I kind of, kind. I think you need to build momentum by just doing gigs and just not because if you spend too much time between gigs, you you'll start being like, I don't want to do this mm. because you like maybe I should sort out my life. And not go to Wigan to do five minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> for no money. <laughs> but it does. It does sound captivating, doesn't it? <laughs> it's just. It's just great if people are laughing at you mm. in that moment. There's nothing like that feeling, mm. and that's why I've continued for so long. 
But there is. It's, I think it's kind of like holding onto a balloon. You don't let your dream go, do you? Mm. It's true. But it's a heavy balloon. Mm. If I let it go, a, a lead balloon. Lead, but yeah, it's on the ground. That's pretty good. Yeah, trying to lift up a head, lead balloon. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get away from analogies. All I said is analogies. It's all analogies. <laughs> so it was. It, yeah, when you started, it was a balloon, but now it's a lead one. That's year year three lead balloon. Yeah. I just want to. I just want people to like me. Right. It's difficult to go on and make them like you if they're already against you mm. for no reason. Maybe they don't like the way you look. It's not easy, is it? Mm. And, and that's like, why you keep going. Did you meet your missus at a gig? Yeah, heck, you did. Heckling me in Scotland. Actually, yeah. it was the worst gig ever. Six people there. Two of them left. Four girls heckling me. I did two jokes. I thought they were quite funny. The all the jokes and and the, no, the jokes didn't do very well. Mm. One of them did all right, but it's, it's very hard when you're going after someone who hasn't set up the gig properly, and then you try and be really funny. And you can't be. Hmm. You need a good MC. Yeah, definitely. Was the MC not so hot that time? It was all right, but there wasn't much atmosphere in the room. It didn't create a good. What, how many people was in the room? There was six to start, two left, and there was four. That's hmm. how maths works. It <laughs> <laughs> um, wasn't really. A, it was what a back was that of room a room like. How can I explain it in one word? Tragedy, maybe. Oh. There was a lot of seats un- unfilled. Right. There was no vibe. There was a fan on, which was louder than the actual jokes and laughter. Yeah. Which was very chilling. In a, it was nice, cool, standing by a fan while no one laughed. Mm. Then you're being heckled by four Scottish girls in Scotland. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> four Scottish girls in Wigan. And, but, and they left. Exactly. Then they left and then they followed, what, well, they followed me on the internet, on Twitter. And then I spoke talking to one, and she's very funny. Mm. So that's great. And also, it means I can go to Edinburgh Fringe and stay with her. Awesome. But no, I wouldn't do that as me. But I suppose she's been heckling me that hard that I need to get some revenge somehow. What was she saying to you? That wasn't funny. But I, I did agree. I didn't deliver it very well. But it's hard to deliver jokes when you have been heckled by four different people at different times. They're just, and they're all good yeah. heckles as well. Oh. And they're the only audience there. At the and also, you built no rapport of your own act. Mm. You can't really outdo four people who are best friends mm. versus one person they they find who looks funny, but the material isn't that good. But I learned a lot from that. So you thought, you know, so make... I thought let's let's go out with that person who made me feel small, and then I'll get revenge. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll make her feel small. <laughs> and how's that going? Good. Yes, up until today. Oh. But it's going to be all right. Yeah, it will be. She does live in Scotland, and I live here between uh, Dudley and Wolverhampton. Yeah. So that's a 283-mile drive. Yeah. It's very difficult to drive that in mm. one go. Yeah, for sure. Without stopping for at least four weeks. Yeah. And contemplating death. But I've bought a, a pillow for my back from 50, 50p pillow from Ikea to drive. So I can put it in my back so I don't get back cramp. Oh, right. Also, okay. there's a lot of neck points in this when you get a long-distance girlfriend. Yeah. So you can save up a lot of nectar points and get... I bought Halo on the Xbox with my nectar points. Oh, yeah? So, so the good thing about comedy, become yeah. a great driver. So if it all fails, I might become a rally driver. Or driving instructor. <laughs> I think that would be a good TV show. Used to be a comedian. Yeah. Now a pedophile. The Rolf Harris doctor. Rolf Harris. Gornal. He was a Gornal, that driving centre. Oh, That'd be a good TV show, actually. Yeah. 
Maybe that. Maybe that's my path. So you started what in what year? 2013. 2013. So it's been four years of highs and lows. Mm. Some were great. Some were. Actually, even if it goes that bad, I still don't. It's still not that bad. Okay, it's clearly gone bad a few times. It's gonna have to. But it's never been that bad because I managed to get away with. If the jokes don't work, I'm all right at talking to the crowd. Maybe I've got a good rapport, so I can at least get off with a laugh. And I'm not like offensive. All my material's like clean. I don't mm. swear, so that no one's ever offended by me. So I can get away with it on charm. But then I, I used to just go charm, but now I'm trying to make it for no reason uncomfortably awkward. <laughs> I don't know why I do that. Really, <laughs> I should have stuck to charm because that's where the the star magic is. Mm. No, because you've got a boyish face as well, haven't you? You've got like a, yeah, this boyish. I've you... got about four chins as well, yeah. so it's really helping. Like, I kind of want to get in a good physical shape, mm. but then I think that half the jokes wouldn't be funny. Yeah. But I suppose there, there are still things that happen to me, so it still would be funny. Mm. I just have to talk about them in past tense rather than this happened today. Just be talking about those. But if you've got six chins, you look like a Yorkshire pudding. What's funnier than that, you know what I mean? You don't want to see a guy with a chiselled chin coming on going, oh, my life. I couldn't. I couldn't open a door. Well, you can, because you've got a chiselled chin. Your life's better than mine. That's why I can't wear a V-neck, because it's just... I just don't look good in a V-neck. It's like I'm, a really long I don't, chin. It's a long chin. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's what it is, the V-neck. I could never wear the V-neck. <laughs> like, oh my God, that guy's got a massive... He's got a massive uh, chin. Well, I mean, oh, he's not be, funny. He's uh, just got a great chin. Yeah. Why is he so sad? He's got a great chin. That's it. That guy should be in the movies. Look at the chin on that guy. Chin. Oh, it's just a V-neck. Okay, right. It's just a V-neck. That's it. I don't think I'd ever be comfortable wearing a V-neck. No, I, so I, mean, I haven't got I the physique for a V-neck. I don't. I, I, the, the cleavage, the, the man very cleavage. Cold. Yeah, all these guys shaving their chest for the man cleavage. It's like, why have you? What? what why? What, yeah. Why, why you have you done this? Why don't you mm. buy a complete T-shirt? It's you like just, those jeans with holes in. Why? Totally. Finish it. Just let it. Just, buy a complete yeah. item of clothing. Mm. It's cold. Mm. Why have you got fifteen holes in your yeah. jeans? Be confident in the chin that you have. That's the idea. In the chins you have. Yeah, or yeah, whichever. Don't, whichever don't be, chin. Yeah, don't, don't be bragging about the extra chin. I, it just it, The good thing about having more than one chin, if you do a joke and it's funny, then you look like you've got four, 14 chins. It'll be even funnier. Because I, th- I just do think, you think... Do you think that the, the extra chins makes it feel like that you've said more things? Yeah, like it echoes through the chins. Yeah, yeah that's that sort of thing. Got to the point where I was like, I should eat loads of chewing gum so I can massage my chin so should- I can- yeah, so it should be like a chin effect sort of thing. But <laughs> the chin effect, like yeah. Inception chins. Yeah, yeah, like a chin within a chin. Leo inside, yeah, Leo inside your chin. Within um, a chin, within. That's very hard to say, isn't it? Very arty. This is getting very arty. It's going to get very arty. Do you think? Do a walk around a minute chins? Do you think that those chins, they are? I can store food in the chins. What do you mean? What? It's obviously optical optical illusion, right? Yeah, it's not real. But like you know, you think that when you went, I mean, if you wore the V-neck. You'd be with talking about your with the chins. You'd be talking about your failures at the gym. I mean, like you know, when you're walking into the gym with these chins, you're like, they're like, look, we can't help you. <laughs> you're not allowed to do that. Too many chins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sign up for five memberships like, with those chins. You're walking around the gym and, and no ex- instructor is talking to you. Kind of go, look, uh, what is it? Look, why are you talking to that guy over there? He's got, he's got one chin. He's <laughs> got one, he's got one chin. double chin. I've got look, look how many chins. I'm in a V-neck to get more chins yeah. out into the public. Exactly. It's like any other way you describe yourself as a as a Yorkshire pudding with with like seven <laughs> chins, is it? Is it four chins? Or yeah, well, I, but like, and you're from the Midlands, is is that? Oh yeah, that a, does, do you feel like a fish out of water? I don't think that? you'd have like a West Midlands pudding, would you? 
What would you have? Fish out. Yeah, I think so. I'm definitely you're lost. Like, you're like a fish out of water. So you're like a Yorkshire pudding in the West Midlands. So what? What's the? What's the? I, I, I forgot. What is the Midlands? Where dish? are we? Midlands dish. What's a Midlands dish, man? Is it, it's not eels, is it? Eels. Is it? It's eels, isn't it? Yeah. I don't even, I'm just going to agree with you because I don't think I, it's eels. But is it not? I think isn't it herbal tablets? That's a meal, isn't it? Herbal tablets from Dudley. In the, in Teddy the, Grace. Really? Well, it's not really a meal. It's, it's more, more of a, a snack. It's isn't just it? bitter. I don't really eat, to be honest. So I have one herbal tablet every hour. Okay. That's how I made it to this age. <laughs> this, this busy... I saw I stayed in great shape. Yeah, I mean, it's herbal it? tablets yeah. and giant poos. Oh. And only eat once a day. Right. This Don't eat breakfast. Okay. So you miss breakfast. And so I suppose at the minute I'm trying to get overcome this, how I eat. But yeah. So currently, don't eat breakfast. Right. Then have a self-loathing for between 10am till about 4 because you're really hungry and you don't know who you are anymore. Yeah, right, so... Then eat shit at four. sandwich, then a shit sandwich, Yeah, right? eat, well, yeah, shit sandwich full of as much as you can get in it because you haven't eaten, so you need to make up for the last meal you lost. Mm-hmm. Then you eat too much. Right. And then you're like, I need to go to sleep. So you battle sleep. Have a coffee, mm-hmm. which then will, combine with a shit sandwich, will need you to have the toilet. Yeah. And have the toilet. Then go to the gig. Yeah. Try and be funny. Mm-hmm. If it goes well, you forget about the shit sandwich. Yeah. If it doesn't go well, diarrhea. Mentally and physically. Then drive home and then go to Starbucks 24 hours. Oh, yeah. Listen to some David Gray on your own oh, at 2am yeah. at Hotwood Park. And just, like when you've said before as well, when the, that's when the jokes don't work. But it's a bit like, you know, when the jokes don't work, they just make you work. What, the, dr- <laughs> yeah, the jokes don't work, a bit of a classic verb. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I should. Really, I feel like I've been very self-deprecating, but the, the jokes do so, work. I can't talk about. It. I prefer to talk about it going weird rather than it going incredible. Yeah, I prefer. Because then, if yeah. I go, if I say I'm the best comedian in the world, I'll ruin your act. Also, we are in my bedroom, so that's very strange. If we were in a li- golden okay. limo, I probably would change the vibe. I'd have been like, we have to record the podcast outside the limo, and like I'd have to put like some sort of jingly noises, like when you're moving, lifting up your. Your bling, you know, <laughs> you're all the bling. Like, excuse that noise there. It's just, it's just, um, it's just Danny's rings and, and chain just hammering off like the desk and, the, and, the and all the cigars. I was oh, just broken on the glass with his medallion. <laughs> That's what I think. We'll do this again in five years, and I'll be in the limo yeah. if I continue this downward spiral of yeah. low energy comedy. Yeah, this has been such a good answer for the uh, one question: How do I start? So I back to my main point. I just kept going. Yeah, I haven't written a sitcom script yet, which was the. Have you? So you, you, you ha- did you try? Do you written treatment? Have you written any idea? Have you? I wrote a few ideas, but I turn them into comedy jokes, and then I try and do them for my persona rather than actually writing a script. Mm. So maybe I'll do that, but at the minute I'm trying to just do loads of illustrations, mm. do computing, and do comedy. Mm. So you finished your degree? Yeah. Was it, was it a BSc or what was it in computer science? Yeah, BSc. Mm. So. That's good, but do I want a full-time career in IT, or do I want to continue living the dream? Ooh, oh, the, mm, which is more lucrative, let me think, for now. Oh, uh, <laughs> the IT, yeah, clearly. Yes, I think off. for future, if I want to have a family, do the IT. Mm. I think I prefer comedy 1% more than stability mm. in life. Yeah, that's it. Like so I like it in pot noodles rather than being able to afford a five guys every day. Yeah. Yeah, but how long can I last? That's the question. Mm. This is true. Can you hold? How out? long can I hold on for? 
Let's keep reaching for that pot needle. I'm enjoying this this because it's on really opening my eyes. These are all the things I haven't really said. Mm. You can't exp- explain yourself in one tweet, can you? Not really. And no one would care if I put I'm having a pot noodle. <laughs> sort out my life for having a pot noodle. Have another pot noodle or drive to Manchester to do five minutes and then let petrol away home. Hey, has that happened? Yeah, I had to. When was that? A while ago. I've had a lot of... Did you run out on the, on the motorway? I managed to make it to our services. Oh, good man. But I didn't have any money in the bank until um, the next day, which I was getting paid. And I had to wait till half twelve and I got to the service about eleven. Mm. So for about an hour and a half I just sat there thinking maybe I should not do this anymore. Were you thinking to yourself at the same time going, Well, I've got no petrol in my car and I've been here an hour and a half. Half an hour more and the fuckers are gonna find me for sitting <laughs> in the service station. That means I've got doubly less money than I had before. That's why I've got to leave the handbrake off and roll forward a space. Fucking what I did. Huh? But I, f- I think it makes good comedy. Yeah, that's it. Maybe yeah. I should do that. I just need to write some jokes. I'd have more fun talking to you. But you got jokes? I've got about fourteen jokes. I've probably got about a thousand, but I don't like mm. them. I have like a really high rate of jokes I want to say. Mm. See if it's a joke and I don't think it's very very good. I won't say it, mm. even though it definitely would lengthen my set. I'm trying to like have the best <laughs> ever set. Yeah. But if you like take a if you do short jokes, you take one out and you replace it with another one. You've still got the same amount of time. What I need to do is write a hundred thousand more jokes that are incredible, mm. and then I'd have the best set of all time. Mm. It's really good about cutting out all the crap. Mm. But then if you cut out too much crap, you've only got like a small set, which would be really great. But when you got to do a long set, it's true. How are you going to fill it? This is a you could do a Q and A, which is, yeah. but what questions are to answer? Ask mm. why haven't you got any more material? That is the first question. Isn't that what a, a work in progress show is for the Edinburgh Fringe? Or, I think, or yeah. a show at the Edinburgh Fringe? Work in pro- I think my life is a work in progress. Well, I think it is. I just haven't long. really decided what <laughs> what to do next, yeah. except for keep doing comedy. And your your missus is your missus is what a she's a carer, isn't she? Yeah. In Edinburgh. It's a coincidence, isn't it? So yeah, I need her support. <laughs> coincidence. As funny as I am. What's the next question? That's the longest answer to any other question ever, wasn't it? How did you start? We ended up talking about my daily routine. Yeah. Even though it has no concept to do anything with comedy. Your brother? Yeah, he's uh, uh, living the dream. He's, he, what's he doing? He's an accountant. Oh, mate, so you've got it nailed down. What, so he's IT, making the cash. You've got the comedy, you've got the accountant next door. What are your parents? You've got the carer, just in case you fucking get really ill. I suppose from your perspective, it does look like it's this doing is, pretty well. This is amazing. Maybe I should be stop, stop being so hard on myself. Nah, no, nah, carry it'll ruin your act. No, That's what I mean, yeah. <laughs> but you need to... If I solve all these problems I've got, then I'll, my act is about things going wrong. Yeah. So if I solve all the things that are going wrong, I'll have no comedy. But how long can I live in this misery? Well, look, I'm, this is I'm the path little, I need to get. I'm a little bit older than you, indefinitely. <laughs> indefinitely. <laughs> Definitely live in the misery. Because the misery is all in here. It, it doesn't matter what happens out it's here. It's not outside, it's in, inside. It's inside. I need it's to get it out of you my can't, you, yeah, that's what That's what the stage is. The little things that make you happy, isn't it? Yeah. The caramel latte. <laughs> that, was, that was the face that was distraught I don't know I couldn't even think of another example like, oh yeah that's it pull up pull up a candy Angel Delight I don't know like, Angel Delight I, like, I do like a big fan big I think fan. I've got to the age where red ball doesn't have the same effect anymore that's the problem it just, that's a bad age just make it normal now just make it just normal. doesn't it just tastes like tin yeah it used to taste like dreams and used to be able to like yeah. oh, I think it's fine and now you're like I've just wasted 
how much money it costs now. Try mixing it with vodka, it's a lot better. I, yeah, but then you become sad and you're like, I want to go out. Well, that'll, that'll take the if end you're of you're drinking it in, then you in get, the garden. You might get too high then. If it tastes of dreams, so you're like, well, this tastes of dreams. Put some vodka in it. A little bit more depressed now. Even. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right, even. I was just stay normal. <laughs> stay, just stay this. That's it. That was it. But that's what life, in life you kind of go, oh, jeez, um, I feel a bit tired today. Oh, I'll have some coffee. Oh, way too high. Oh, okay. Uh, I need uh, tea, level it off a little bit. Okay, feel a little bit too low now. Oh, coffee. Oh, high again. Oh, we need to get it. it then you like oh, 12 pisses in a row. Yeah, and, and then you just get annoyed. Try to sit on the toilet and have a piss. Yeah. yeah. Try to sit there. Just, just like, wait. <laughs> just the older you get, the worse it gets, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and you just piss back. I might just change. Have <laughs> a piss back, yeah. Then you think, geez, I'm just wearing my joints. Is everything end? There's a leak in the piss bag. Why am I still here? That's where my hips gone. Do you know what happened to my hip? I need to drink too much coffee. Too heavy. Too much coffee. Up and down the stairs to repair it for a Put piss. Put a V-neck on, and I did the piss bag. Yeah. And then it just ruined everything. Yeah, that's it. I think the, the older you get, the, this has became very depressing. Conversation. We came, we came down. We went. For, we started off quite happy. Yeah. I think you've caught me at the wrong time for a happy conversation. Yeah, yeah. I, think I don't want a happy conversation. Okay. No, one wants, no one wants to hear your joy. Yeah, no, one no, no, no one really wants joy. I think that you have you have joy in the misery. Hidden. No, but it's in the misery, isn't it? You like to you know hurt yourself. It is in the misery. Yeah. It's just it's tightly condensed between the misery. Yeah. The one moment of joy. What is the moment of joy? Well, there was two. The so you gave away your gift to Angel Delight. Angel Delight and but it's got Angel Delight and you like um, uh, you like the. the I just like caramel syrup in a coffee. Caramel syrup in a coffee, there you go. I think we found it. I, f- I think we found it. Oh, you found your calling. Butterscotch coffee with caramel. Pancakes. Oh, it's like a lot of sugar. Have you been to America? It's definitely a lot of sugar. Yeah, I have IHOP. Oh, IHOP was great. I felt ill. I went on my own though, didn't I? So that was... Went to America on my own. That's, that's a bit dangerous. That's a bit yeah, dangerous, dangerous. Because did you go to for comedy? And I went to see a show, Mob Biglia's show, in, on oh, Broadway. Yeah. That was amazing. But yeah, I did two well, gigs. But Biglia, my favourite comedian. Just one man show. I sat at the front. Right. And it was just beautiful. That's how yeah. comedy's performed. Well. Wow. And did this guy. Because I, 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 I heard someone say we were at that gig the other night, and someone said. But Biglia. Everyone likes him in the West Midlands. That's, is that right? I don't know about that. Hmm. I try and tell no one because it's better. You know, when you, when you find think. someone cool, you're like, think. yeah, I'm not going to yeah, tell you about this. And then, like, what was it like? TV show, like, oh, no, I don't tell none about this. Then it gets cancelled, and you're like, oh, mm. should have told everybody. It's <laughs> like you feel like it's your fault. Like, oh, <laughs> kind of a great example, like, <laughs> robot, no. I love Robot Wars. I yeah. tell no one, oh, it's been cancelled. I'm like, probably should have told all those people, mm. then it would have stayed on. But it was your thing, so, you know, it's, I'm sorry, guys, this is my thing. I, I should have told people, yeah, but. It was, it, now it still remains my thing. I'm still sorry. my thing. I, still, I just don't want your opinion on it. You know? I, I'm sorry that I'm ruining that other person's career or, or their dreams. I'm helping by, them by yeah. spreading the word. Yeah, but keeping them niche. That's good. Niche. I, it's just really... Oh, he's a really famous comedian. Mm. I've, I don't really know anybody else that knows him in the West Midlands, mm. except for the fact I've told. But his show, it's all storytelling, so it's all like a long story yeah. with jokes along the way, which is a really great way to format your set mm-hmm. rather than just doing loads and loads of one-liners that's really inspiring and it's all honest like it's all truthfully brutally honest which is the comedy I like rather than people who've made up a load of crap that's when he says it you know it's the yeah. truth yeah whereas some people you're like oh that they've made that up and mm-hmm. you're like well I don't find it funny anymore you want actual I'd rather it be honest mm. honest and not funny than a lie and it's hilarious mm. unless you're 
made up, which is fine. Mm. But if you're trying to tell the truth and it's not the truth. <laughs> it sounds like you should <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like it's like a fine line between someone okay, if they're doing like a character act and it's like they've definitely made this up mm. and it's through the character you're like, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. But if someone comes on like like, oh, I've been in a divorce, like, no you're not, I've seen you with your wife. Why are you making this up? Whereas Babiglia, it's the truth. Mm. That's why I try and do all my jokes on truth. Mm. But it's hard to do jokes about things that aren't that funny in your life. Mm. <laughs> so if nothing's funny has happened, how do you make that funny? Mm. By writing loads of jokes about it, but you've got to find the angle, haven't you? But I did a gig in New York, and that was very hard work. Paid $5, mm. 15 acts. Put your name in a, in a jar, pull you out, you only get five minutes. So out 15 people in Greenwich Village underground darkest room ever out 15 people I'm actually going first what is the chance then I went on I uh, didn't in, understand my humour in a way because I'm mm. quite I come across as unconfident and a bit sarcastic if it's mm. so I kind of sound sarcastic and not being sarcastic mm. and if you don't understand I'm doing unconfident on purpose you just don't understand. You think, oh, I'm really, sh- yeah. I'm really good. At- well, I'm, re- I'm really good at saying ego. <laughs> I do better. That's a better way of saying. It. I'm really great. I'm such a talent. Yeah, I'm a comedy hero. <laughs> I do better if it's a proper comedy club mm. because the audience are like, oh, he's been put on. We understand what he's doing. Whereas if there's an open mic and there's like five new acts and I go on trying to do my style, which is kind of like, oh, he doesn't. He looks like he's a bit awkward. Does he know what he's doing? Mm. They're a bit like, oh, he's he's new as well. Which is difficult when you try and do that as an act and you're going on with newer, newer acts. I know that if I keep pushing the angle I'm going for, one day it will. I'll find the right way to come on and be like, mm. this is... I'm doing this on purpose. Mm-hmm. Without me going, doing this on purpose. Mm. I'll have that intro joke. And I'm like, oh, he's... Pre- he, well, not pretending. I suppose like it is me. It's, <laughs> it's such a. I don't know the. I don't know the correct answer. But it, my act is me. But when you think of a comedian, you think of like say like McIntyre, Lee Evans, Peter Kay. They're all like quite confident mm-hmm. and fast. Mm. Whereas I'm trying to do myself, which is quite still quite fast, but quite softly spoken, mm. shy, slow. Mm. And then people think, oh, we've seen a certain style of comedy. Why are you not doing that? The yeah. contrast against that. Whereas mm-hmm. I don't. If I'm going with myself, some people won't understand it's me. Yeah. And I can't be like, half of the second, this is me. Maybe I should. This is me. This is it. It's just. Some, I guess some people are just used to seeing, only see comedy on the TV. Whereas when you see it, a different kind of style, you're like, this isn't comedy. I suppose that's a struggle that every act has, unless you're really going for main, mainstream mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. But I think you're trying to like the great thing is what all my senior act you like just you just kind of you just stay in the shape that you are. I'm I'm not going to let this audience pull me out of shape, and I'm not not necessarily going to fit it around them completely. I'm just going to do my yeah. thing, and they'll get on board in a minute. I'm not going to just run to them. Yeah, it's and better than them coming to you. Yeah, of course, and then they can accept. Oh, this person's accepted themselves. When I want to see yeah, someone that's already you, set. Yeah, um, if you come on and try and get them to like you, mm. there's nothing worse than seeing an act desperate for the audience to like mm. them. I'd rather come on and be myself, and then if you like me, you like me. If you don't, then fuck it. Can't change, <laughs> fuck it. Can't change your mind, doesn't it? You can't, it? I don't want to. I'd rather have, say, I'd rather have ten people who are really on board and really enjoy it, 
than a hundred people who are like, oh, we we're not sure about it. Mm. Because, but even if I only get like, well, in a perfect world, you want the whole audience to like you. Mm. But that takes a while before you can understand who you are as a comedian and what you want from it. What well. you want, but I think I suppose my act once was described as anti-comedy, which it's not really. Mm. It's still comedy. Mm. But I'm trying to do it a bit different angle rather than coming on going, oh, joke, 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 joke. I'm trying to... It's still comedy. I'm trying to do it for the personality of quite a awkwardly shy, low, fine... Basically, the opposite of... A classic... Opposite of like, oh, this is comedy, I'm a comedian. Mm-hmm. Trying to do my angle. But it's so hard to do your angle when your angle is not really what people are used to. Mm-hmm. Like if you were like a rapper and you do, I don't know. This, I can't even think of an analogy right now. Yeah. The worst hype man in the world. Yeah, like you could have like, <laughs> oh, go on there and do something. Just go and talk in that microphone. Yeah, yeah so you're doing, you're doing okay. This is this is like me as a person. I know, <laughs> I know you're thinking I'm putting this on, but this is actually, yeah, I can't change. Yeah, because then it wouldn't be truthful. Exactly. You just you're like I'd rather go. I'd, I'd rather. Sur- I'd rather die doing my act on stage yeah. than survive doing someone else's material. Mm. Which you is... don't die, though. You're, you're funny. You're very funny. Yeah, it, it normally goes fine, but I mean, that's, that's the analogy. Mm. I think some acts just like, some newer acts are kind of like, we just want to be funny straight away. Mm-hmm. How do I get money? I think when you think about, if, if you're in for comedy for the money, what's the point? Yeah. I might as well do my IT degree. Exactly. I'll get a job because it's not about, when you start thinking about money, that's when the, you start not being yourself. So you're like, oh, they didn't laugh, they're not going to give me another gig. Mm-hmm. I need to... They were like, why didn't you do a dick joke? Oh, okay, I'll come back, I'll do 20 dick jokes, so they'll give me a gig. And then you you make it to Lolly Polly doing dick jokes, you're like, well, I've sold myself out now. Mm-hmm. This yeah. isn't me. So I'm just trying to stay true to myself. That's the important, most important thing. That's the only way you're going to stay original as well. You're not going to... If you're going to bend yourself out of shape, well, you're just going to be another carbon copy of what everything else is. Yeah, you don't want to be like, say, you see someone who's got some success, you don't want to, oh, they're doing that, I'll copy them. And then you realise, oh, that ship has sailed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it's this other thing, and you're like, oh, I can't do that, do that. It's best to just do what you do. Yeah. And then, hopefully, a bit of luck one day, mm. you'll get a chance. To show them who you really are. <laughs> <laughs> to show, yeah, to show them who you really are. And hopefully not the most darkest <laughs> way, you know. Darkest part inside you. <laughs> Look at me, guys. This is who I am. This is what I really. Oh, am. Shit, this is who you are. Oh, go fuck. We we want to see the other guy that didn't quite know exactly what he was talking around it. But we don't know that all, all You're that. Too truth. confident now. Yeah. You built too much confidence. <laughs> but I think it comes over time, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. I think that was the best answer I've gave you so far. The rest of it's me. Just no, think, that's true. Though, think I warm up. No, you do. Yeah, I'm you like do. on FIFA, I'm really bad in the first yeah. about five games. We get about six, <laughs> unstoppable. That's when you started, right? And so you do you any of the gong shows as well, or do you do any other? Yeah, what do you used to? Mm. And how do you get on the I gong think, shows then? I think when you start, you want to do any gig you can, which is a true thing to do. But I think gong show is it's good if you have a gig, but it's bad for your mind. Once I did the Comedy Store Manchester one. Mm-hmm. 20th gig in mm. they told me I was on first in the second section but I was on they called my name last in the first section and I was sitting on the balcony so when they the audience clapped by the time I got off the balcony they stopped clapping then I came on and it's or, they already half the audience there to hate you anyway mm. I went on I had a Mick Ferry um, was the MC mm-hmm. 
he said something like, uh, pull your trousers up, because it was pretty funny, good heckle, while I was walking to get to the stage. <laughs> so then he, so then I went on, did my first joke, and I remember the left hand of the room were like, Ugh, and then the right hand side were like, they laughed, and I was like, okay. The problem with the gong is, if every joke isn't 100 out of 10, it's got, it got, you've got to be incredible. They'll lose interest, mm. and then you'll get gonged off because it's brutal. But for the for my jokes to work, I need to build a twist. I need like a setup, which takes time before the punchline. Mm-hmm. But when they hate your first joke, you rush in to get a laugh because you're like, I need a laugh because mm. otherwise they're going to get gonged off. I think I did about, I think maybe it was under two minutes. I did all right, mm. but it's kind of like unless your act's one liner. Mm. I don't think it's good to do a gong show because you just rush everything. It's good to make... Uh, there's good and bad things. Yeah. Good, it'll tighten up your set because you don't want to say any words that you don't need to say. Mm. But it's bad if you take it to heart mm. they, that they hate you. Because there's nothing worse than doing... I did one, what did I do one? One at a Chester Uni and they gonged me off one second before the end. And it had gone fine, but then mm-hmm. it's like one, and you're like, I really, what? <laughs> I'm at Chester Uni, why am I here? One second left, illegally back. Why would you do that? But yeah. I think it's good and bad. Like that was good and bad. One, somebody just putting, hitting yeah, the gun. Like, that, if they'd have just kind of taken it a bit more slowly, <laughs> you'd have been you'd have been through it. I've been that, through. If I'd have started a bit later, yeah. If someone had clapped one second too long at the start, mm. it's good and bad. It'll boost your confidence. Mm. Because if you go on and there's a woman at the front with a card up staring at you who hates you after 20 seconds and you just carry on, mm. it's amazing. Mm. But if, I suppose you shouldn't be doing comedy if you can't get past that. You said you've written, rewriting your sitcom ideas into jokes. So okay. you have a lot of sketch ideas and then you kind of like, well, look, this is sketch. I'm going to convert that to... Because I do that as well. I have some sketch ideas. I, go, I need to convert that to uh, like an... A, a short condensed version of that okay. into a joke so it's a lot you think in whole concepts then you don't like, do you know what I mean yeah yeah the hot bit I mean like a bigger picture yeah you think thinking like okay that, that could work well, I think there's, yeah there's some things. there's some life events that wouldn't that work better in a sitcom setting than mm. me doing it on my own if you know what I mean something that happens while I'm doing all this illustration stuff I kind of work in a stock room or a shoe shop so I was going to try and do like a sitcom based on that because mm. a lot of silly things happen with that and a lot of those events in the day they probably would work in stand-up, but you'd have to shorten it into a condensed joke. Whereas if you get the characters of people you like, you work with, if you could get like a, a bunch of actors to do that, mm. it'd be a lot funnier. And that's kind of what I wanted to do. But I just haven't, I've been just doing too much, so I haven't got round to doing that. Mm. So I've just decided to just do stand-up and try and build a character of myself mm. and try and do that more full-time. Build your credibility of the I've managed uh, competitions. To, yeah, yeah. So you came got to finals of what again? You got to finals of Let's just go and new community. Yeah, yeah. Birmingham breakthrough act. Breakthrough act. Did you win that? Oh uh, no, Andy McBurley won that, but he's amazing. So, and then you can't you can't outdo the uh, sad Scotman. It's true. Is he Glaswegian as well? Yeah. Oh, saying it. It's good accent. <laughs> the Goebbels. It's good accent. Eh? <laughs> you so, know what I mean? I've got the accent. I've got. You got a good accent as well. My accent though. is quite yeah. It's quite gravelly, gravelly, sad, but won't rob you. <laughs> I mean, not Dudley Gravelly sad. <laughs> Downtrodden. Downtrodden. Quite deep. If I Now I'm speaking, I can hear it from my head. 
like you know, the kind of voice that you hear yourself again on the phone, you're like, that sounds horrible. I don't want to be speaking ever again. The chimber. It's the chin, it's the echoes, it's the echoes. It's the gravel that's stuck in the chin from Dudley Castle. It's <laughs> <laughs> what's stuck in my, in my throat. But uh, I suppose I've done quite well in some of the competitions. That I, when I started, I didn't think I'd ever get. The dream was to get into the BBC Comedy Award. I've had quite a few highlights. I did that Joe Lyset and Friends gig. I was asked to do that last year. And when I first started, I went and watched that. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. I wish I could do this. And then last year, I was like, Joe was like, do you want to do the show? Mm. So that was a goal. And I've done the glee. Mm. That was a goal. Mm. I didn't believe I made it to Leicester Square and playing the theatre. And there was like 300 people. And that was great. Mm. BBC was great. It was on the radio for BBC. Yeah. I didn't really set out. Before I started doing comedy, I was like, I was going to watch all the comedians on my own. Mm. And I've always loved comedy. So I was like, oh. Then I was like, maybe I should give it a go. Mm. And then I've managed to achieve, like, play the Glee, do the BBC Comedy Award, play with Joe Lysett. And then I was like, then last year I got to the um, that Comedy Reserve, you had to apply online, mm. and I managed to get through to the Heats. Even though I didn't make it through to the doing the gig at the Fringe, it was great to the Heats because I was on John Hastings, who I love John Hastings. Mm. And he was like, you're really good. It's like, along the way, there's little bits that make you realise why you want to do it, but then there's other reasons why you like... Like, you go to London and they'll hate you and you have to drive home and you've got work and it's just like, why am I doing this? But I think the good outweighs the bad. Mm. It's really difficult to relate to human beings that aren't comedians, if that makes sense now, mm-hmm. because you're like... People are like, why would you go the whole way to... Why would you spend a month of your life in Edinburgh wasting all your money doing a show at three o'clock in the afternoon to... A room which is that dark, you can't see if anyone's in there. Mm. Why would you do that? You can't explain it. Mm. What shoe shop do you work in? <laughs> office. It's a pretty good shoe shop. So my retail career is pretty good. So you're like, whatever, anyone here working in an office? I don't mean the shoe shop, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean the shoe shop, yeah. I like it at the back, it's great. No, it's, so you go, so you, you, some people look, why wouldn't I be here? This is a, I mean, I've gone, gone from a very small dark room <laughs> into a slightly bigger dark room. <laughs> To be honest, it's the perfect job because I went from IT from being social awkward with five lads mm. who would never speak to any women to then going to work in a shoe shop out the back talking to no customers mm. but being with women. So it was kind of like going from one extreme of like, oh, we, oh, we know no women to like complete women but still in isolation away mm. from the job probably. But now I've got to the stage where I'm like, I can't physically continue living my life being this antisocial. I mm. need to get out there. That's why comedy I think is good. Even when you're on stage, you're still very antisocial, if that makes sense. You're very alone. You're broadcasting, aren't you? I think that's what I like. I think you're on stage, but even though, say, there's 20 people in the audience, you're still on your own. Mm. And it's do or die. If you're not funny, then it's going to go bad. Yeah. That's what I like about it, I think. Mm. Also, you need to prepare. People are like, oh, it must be so scary. Mm. But it's only scary if you don't know what you're going to say. I'm next to people, that. but not necessarily with people. I'm not with people. <laughs> I need to make these people like me. But not look like I want them to like me. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've got to be myself. If they like me, it's good. Hopefully they'll like me, fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. And if not, get out the venue quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's nothing worse than going on and they don't like you. Then you can sit. The, the, the only place you can sit is by the door. And then they all leave and it looks like you've got an ego problem. It's like, I can't, there's nowhere else I can go. Get in, get out. That's get it. in, get out. Yeah, that's it. And so you're, you're going to go do the fringe this year as well? Yeah, I think so. I'm going to and try and get on one of the showcases. Yeah. Because it'd be the perfect next step because I've done all the competitions. Mm. I just need like a platform where I can 
showcase my act we were like a respectable <laughs> comedy agency mm-hmm. we'll just progress forward that's what I need to do I think with the comedy it's not re- it is about writing the jokes but it's more personality if that makes mm-hmm. sense if you haven't got a personality even if the jokes were incredible you're not going to do very well mm. you need like, like a great example like say like Alan Carr that he's 90% persona 10 his mm. jokes are really great as well but you already like him he can't, he can't walk in the room and they hate you and you're like oh but these jokes are really great mm. so I'm trying to build the persona more mm. but I also need to write some jokes so I'm trying to figure out some jokes and do the persona so with the fringe do a showcase if not if I don't go on a showcase I'm going to try and do a show mm. like a 200 or something mm. 300 and I want to try and do a show for, for the Berlin Con Festival in October mm. so you can write your hour yeah maybe I might do like 40 minutes or something cool just like an actual not just stand up it but like a structured show mm-hmm. like on a theme mm. and maybe get someone to like do like an opening 10 or something mm. But that's what I want to do, like write a longer. Because I think in a show you can actually write to a topic. Mm. Well, it's really coming stand up, but with stand up you want to do actual 20 minutes of just jokes. Whereas with a show you can actually put silence and meaningful points in. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're like at a club, you don't want to be like just talking about death mm-hmm. and actually have like a moment where the audience perfectly agree with you. Because mm. that's not going to happen if they're all smashed. Yeah. Whereas if you do your own show, I think. That's more exciting. Maybe that's why I like. I think it'd be good to write a whole show because that'd be like writing sitcom kind of that, mm. that kind of aspect. Have your parents come to see your show? My mom came to. Uh, yeah, they have. My mom came to one. I did um, a talent show for a bold club for no money. Which I'm doing everything for free because I don't care about the money. But it was all <laughs> over seventies. A bold club talent show. Um, there was a cowboy dancer. There's burlesque. All these people are over 70 doing. they're like, your son is a comedian. Is he, do you want to do the show? And I was like, at the time I was like, yeah, okay. And then when he got closer, I was like, no, I shouldn't have done this. Mm. Talent show. Um, guy before me doing Michael Bublé, saying not, nothing like Michael Bublé, I got a standing ovation. Boy, he's nan. They're all crying. Then I went on. I said a few things about Wells Originals because they're all over 70. <laughs> um, then someone, I, I was left at the delay. I did a joke and I left a pause and there was a hearing aid and I went, I'm being heckled by a hearing aid, which was probably the best thing I've ever said. <laughs> but my mum and, Na- mom and Nam were at the back of the room like, what the hell is going on? Mm. My mum's proud of what I do. It's just, it's, well, she knows me, so it's me. But it's very, I think it's very strange when you've got, I think people like your mum, you want to like do well. Because if you see friends, you like, once you get past the fact that they're getting this out of the piss out of you, whatever you do, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter, does it? But it's worse when it's a room full of all your friends and then there's no laughing. You're like, well, why have you came? You're not helping mm-hmm. my dream. I just want to see you cry, your dreams get crushed because we want you to be like us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got no goals and aspirations. Stop chasing your dream. Exactly. Be one of us. Join us. <laughs> no. no. I'm running away. That's why I'm driving three hours yeah. away from you guys. <laughs> and I love you. My great, you're great friends. I thank you for being my it's friend. So great. You're getting married. I'm just doing nothing, but it's fine. I've written a joke. Yeah. I've got more jokes. Oh, you've got a kid. Oh, I've got more. Look at this amazing joke. You've got a kid. I've got a joke about combi. It's just... It's, <laughs> you don't know what that means. So that's more of a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's nearly there just learning to walk you know <laughs> just needs a d- 
different topper. <laughs> it's going to be great once I've finished it. That is the perfect analogy of my problem. Do I want a child or do I want more jokes? Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. more jokes, more I jokes. think. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. I don't know why anyone in their right mind would ever think that. Yeah. I maybe I just lost my mind. Because you could put the jokes in the drawer. You, you can't know. put the child in the drawer. Yeah, I'd definitely be in prison. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a great Eddie Murray, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah. Everything would be a great Eddie Murray if I didn't try and be a comedian. Mm. I think the best acts are when people they live their lives <laughs> then like one day you're like oh, I want to be a comedian and they're like Romanian they've got one leg and you're like this guy yeah he's got a hook well, he's got a, yeah he's got a hook literally has a hook yeah. if you don't laugh he'll hit you with his wooden leg mm-hmm. but I haven't got that mm-hmm. I'm not willing to amputate my leg just to fair. get five minutes you know sometimes uh, you know suffering for your art um, you say that sometimes it's just suffering and there's no real massive amount of yeah, art it's, in it yeah, it's like oh I cut my leg off uh, how, how did that happen well, I cut it off for comedy oh that's a great story anymore not really not really no just got I can't thing. walk now I can't get to any gigs <laughs> I can't change gear in my car it's comedy like, I've ended my comedy and my phantom limb is really giving me a lot of trouble so I can't stand up for that long you know so it's really write all your notes on it yeah it's really hobbled me no pun intended uh, big pun <laughs> I've lost all the puns I used to that was, but yeah so, that was a good question so the Edinburgh so, Fringe this year and that is your aim this year to do the to, to, showcase yeah, to do, do a showcase, showcase get management. practice yeah I could do someone who could book some good gigs for me rather than mm. me trying to do it myself mm. I don't really like self promotion mm. which is a problem like I can turn up and do the act mm. that's that's fine yeah. I don't like bothering everybody like give me a gig give me a gig give me a gig whereas if we can get someone else to do that mm. Then I'll be fine, I'll be fine. Is your old man still around? Or? Yeah, well, everyone's still here. But and does he come see you? Everyone everyone loves me here. No, no, no. <laughs> no that's, everything's fine here, I just need to write some more material. <laughs> that's basically what I need to do. Yeah. So do you, do, dad, comes, dad came to see you, right? Yeah. And how was that? It's all right. It's yeah. <laughs> Every, I think that everyone's all right. It's like, it's all right, yeah. Everyone's all right in the family. Yeah. Just, um, and what's well, he do? What's your dad do? Like journalist. Oh, yeah. Great. But it's like, handy for a sort of writing stuff, eh? Give I need you some to, tips. Yeah, I need to write some more. I'm going to be fine. I feel like I've come to the crumble. That's great. This is the wobble. The and, and your, and your mum, what's she do? She she, uh, she works in a school, like dinner oh. lady. Everything's, everything's fine. Dinner lady. Is, is, what's it called? They don't call it dinner lady anymore, do you? They call it um, food technician or something like food that. Food technician. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a good technical mm. term. Yeah, because I think d- dinner lady is like, uh, if you call someone a dinner lady now, apparently... Because I did a, a room full of teachers and, and school workers at Christmas, yeah. And I called some dinner lady, and then it was like it was like a, I I committed a hate crime. Oh God! Yeah, I was like, okay. Um, sorry, I just was like, oh, I thought you were okay. You're a food technician, okay? Sorry. I think it needs to be going bad before it can go good. Of course. So if it goes too well, something bad's going to happen. Yeah, can run. No one wants to see joy all the time. I don't see joy. I know you got some great material, but where's the struggle? Life is a struggle. I can't. If people want to see it. Can't life relate. Life is a struggle. Can't relate. That's it. Can't relate at all. Yeah. This is how long have we done? This is a matter. This is most I've ever spoken. I think. I think we're. I think we're done, man. I think we're really. There's a good end. I think we ended strong. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, I think we started good. better. I think we've. I think we finished. I think we managed ear, to continue. Earbuds wobble. But it's not always. It's not always about like finishing with a high. It's not just just finishing. Just petering out. Yeah. yeah it's just ending. Yeah. That's need it. to end at some time. That's it. Well, Danny Clives, thanks for coming on the Thank you for thanks. inviting me. Been great, man. What a pleasure. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> and that was Danny Clives for episode 35. 
It's really good to catch up with Danny. As I say, I see him once every couple of years. I haven't laughed that much in ages. I hope you enjoyed that one. Go follow him on Twitter. Go find his page like that. Just go see him live. That's what we need. We need you there. Next week, we've got something a little bit different. We've had a lot of stand-up comics. This guy is a stand-up comic, but a sort of different skill. He's a mimic. And that is for episode 36 with Steve Owen Williams. He's just quit his job and he's pursuing it full-time, so I cannot wait to speak to him. He's such a lovely fellow as well. That is episode 36 with Steve Owen Williams. Now, if you like this podcast... You can follow us on Twitter. We're there at The Comedy Defect. If you want to follow me, it's at Winter Phonander. Now, I'm doing previews of my show, which is called at the moment, It's Not Just for Christmas. That is going to change. And they will be on my website, which is winterphonander.com. Now, if you like this podcast enough and you feel like donating something, you can donate, you can donate as little as a pound or fiver and upwards. Hey, look, and those of you that can donate are paying for the people that can't. But look, if you can't donate, just share your favourite episode, tell your friends, retweet the link on Twitter, or just join the Facebook group so you can see when the previews of my show are coming up. Come see me preview and hammer some stuff out. Come talk to me there. I'm also getting back into the Guinness Encyclopedia gauntlet that I've set myself, which I am reading as many pages as I can and sort of trawling through it, trying to find as many jokes as possible. I've been putting them up on Twitter... And the title for that is Encyclopedic Jokes. And the Twitter handle for that epic mission is at Guinness Jokes. The title for that is Encyclopedic Jokes. And the handle for that is at Guinness Jokes. That's all I'm going to tell you for this week, for this episode of 35. I say next week we've got episode 36 with mimic comedian Steve Owen Williams. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.